Hello and welcome to the Wealth Reliance Podcast. My name is Dave Deal. This is the podcast for the side cash hustler. If you want insights, real life experience from people just like you on how they started creating side income, you are in the right place. Documented experiences of people creating a few hundred dollars to extra tens of thousands of dollars a month. Make sure to subscribe and review. This means more than you know. Also, feel free to check us out at selfreliantwealth.com. Before we jump into the episode, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Hello and welcome to the Wealth Reliance Podcast. My name is Dave Deal and I'm your host. Oh man, I don't even know where to start with this amazing individual. This is like boss babe, like womanpreneur, what all those crazy hashtags to the T, right? This is the epitome of business and entrepreneurship as a female. She has it dialed in. She is somebody that I seriously look up to, um, have so much respect for. And she has spent her career in so many different areas, but then finally just said, you know what, entrepreneurship's where I want to be. I want to get into the fitness space. She has been able to, through her journey and her ride, uh, develop a new gym designed mainly for women. And through her story, we've had you know, so many different conversations, and it has just blown me away, her tenacity, her drive, her perseverance, and that's really one of the main reasons I wanted to get her on the show was just to show people that, look, anybody can do this, and it's a journey, it's a process for each and every single one of us, but that's the point of what we're trying to do with this podcast, this show, look, here's real life stories, real life examples of people just like you and I that are making things happen in this world of entrepreneurship. So without further ado, let's introduce the one, the only, Lara Owen. Wow, that was um, so very humbling. Thank you. you. You said way too many nice things, but I so appreciate that, Dave. Thank you. Um, I'm super excited to be on here because pretty much everything that you said, I 100% just mimic right back to you. Um, incredibly honored to be on here. So thank you. Absolutely. I really appreciate you taking time to be with us today. This is going to be uh, an interview that I've been looking forward to for the last couple of weeks, you know, when we first talked. And so I'm really excited to jump right into it. So, you know, with that, let's just jump into you. Tell me about you. What's new in your world? What's your story? Just give us the rundown of a day in life. Oh my goodness. Um, I love it when people ask me that question. Um, because it obviously every day is so different. Um, this year, 2019 is coming with some really interesting focus points for me. So the first being time blocking, I'm like really this huge advocate for time blocking right now, because I've got so many things going on. I get asked this all the time. How do you do it all? And I usually reply with not very well. Um, and part of that is because I've been so scattered. It's, um, very like haphazard and reactive and, you know, I'm still able to do a lot of things, but I really want to be able to do all these things really well. So time blocking is one of my big things on my like to-do list this year. Um, and then this is like, I don't know if you saw, I think you were watching my Instagram stories. Like this is the year of taking care of myself. Um, I think very common for women entrepreneurs in general, everybody kind of focusing on the other person so much that we start to lose that of ourselves. And I own a women's gym where we talk a lot about self-care, so I should probably start doing that. Um, so those are like the two big things in my world right now. Um, you asked a loaded question of like, what's my story? <laughs> so um, we can do the quick version and you can like just poke me for like 
expounding stuff if you want to do that, or you tell me how you want to do it. Let's just roll into it. I mean, let's just see where this goes. You, you know, I mean, let's it's just a go. long story. Just, okay. Just tell so, me the story. <laughs> so let's go, let's go back. So I was in college and really I wanted to do PR for the NFL love football. That was what I wanted to do. Um, if my parents ever watch this episode, they know what I'm about to say, which is my mom told me that journalism wasn't a real degree. <laughs> Even though I passed like the hardest class at the university to get into the school of journalism. She's like, yeah, that's not a real degree. So we're not going to help you with school if you decide you want to do that. So I'm like, okay, pre-med. Let's go to the complete opposite side. So yeah, I love Grey's Anatomy. I want to be a surgeon. <laughs> oh my gosh. So went into the pre-med stuff. And I actually, so both of my grandfathers were doctors. Like I do have kind of this like inclination to help people. Mm-hmm. Um, so went through all of that. And I worked so hard for that C minus in human physiology. That I kind of realized I'm like, school's going to be real tough. So <laughs> switched gears actually like my very last term of college is where I met my husband so I wasn't really going to class a ton he didn't live in Oregon which is where I grew up so you know kind of cut to a year later I ended up moving to Utah which is where I am now um and so I like worked for a temp agency and I worked for a tech company and so that kind of like kind of wet my whistle a little bit on tech and um getting to feel what that was like and I really enjoyed it so I was like an executive assistant did that that's a funny story of like how I got that job, but we can talk about that later. Um, and then I ended up moving. So I moved to Utah and we moved on a Wednesday, Friday. I got my job at the property management company where we were renting our apartment. The lady was like, you're so organized. Your application was amazing. Do you want to work here? Uh, <laughs> sure. sure. I don't have a job lined up. That's perfect. So Wednesday we moved, Friday I had a job, ended up like getting my own property within you know a year and stayed there and kind of did that for a little while. Didn't love it. It wasn't my passion. I mean, it was fun and I met some really great people. I'm still friends with one of the guys that I worked with. I'm having lunch with him tomorrow. Um, so some really great friendships that came out of that. But decided to quit that job. I actually went out with my husband. He worked for Vivint. Probably like bleep out that. Um, (laughs) So he did door to door sales. So I went out and just like got my real estate license. And clearly we can see there's a trend of, I don't like to not be busy. Um, So then I moved out there, I was helping their office with some stuff and ended up getting recruited to work at corporate when we came back from the summer. So worked there for a couple of years. And then I got recruited over to one of the larger tech companies in this area and did that for a while. And I was all kind of in the like operations, administration, finance space, but had this like property management background. And then even further back than that, you know, my father was a professional tennis player before I was born. So I had always grown up around athletics. We'll talk more about the like pink iron story in a second, but so I've got all of these things going. And I really just kind of sat down one day and was like, it doesn't seem to matter what job I'm in. I really don't enjoy working for someone else. This isn't fun for me. Um, There's always a complaint. There's always, it's never perfect. And I mean, granted, like I know things are never perfect, but this really, there it's always a problem. There's always something wrong. So that was when, you know, I had the girls. So I have twin girls that are now three and a half. Um, I was very fortunate to have had a lot of paid maternity time with them. Uh, right before they were born, my husband lost his job. So we were actually both at home, which was amazing and an experience that I would not you know, trade for anything. But 
very stressful financially. So I ended up going back to work and that's when kind of the pink iron stuff started to come into play. So we'll cut to that in a minute, but basically that's the story, right? As I did all of these different things, was presented with a bit of an opportunity or kind of created this opportunity and was like, F it, let's do it. This is, this is what we're going to do. We're going to burn the boats and do this thing. So. I love it. So when you look back, I mean, I look at it and I, I'm laughing over here because, you know, you and I are very similar in the sense that it's like, okay, like we've got to just be busy and busy is like a definition, which is good and bad. It is. At the same time, you're like looking at this and you're going, well, I've gained experience in all of these different things, right? How would you say that experience through, you know, the property management and the tech and, you know, just everything that you've spent time in the athletics, how has that helped you really become what Pink Iron is? From the business perspective, um, when we first started looking at what we were going to do and, and starting this gym here in Utah, uh, it was almost laughable. We're like, so I was a property manager, which means that I now have experience going through lease agreements and negotiations. Okay. So that's a huge part of it. I mean, granted we could have done things better, but that was a big piece. Um, the tech stuff is so funny because I'm such a like nerd out over systems. Like how can we automate this? How can we make this simpler? And truly, I mean, that, that alone is what allows me to do as much as I do. Um, and then of course, like the fitness stuff. So that, you know, that being the foundation of what we do, um, not just like the actual writing of the workouts and the kind of the you know, structural technical pieces of it, but the vibe, right? So all growing up, I was an athlete. I have a mother who is very thin naturally. I am not, I take after my dad. I'm just, you know, I'm more athletic build and very, very bad body image. Really struggled with that for such a long time. It's funny. I actually was looking back at some pictures from high school. I'm like, damn, I looked good. And in the moment I thought I was so heavy. It was, you know, it's, so it's like this weird thing in the brain of like, Oh, I thought I was one way and our brains are terrible, but that kind of like that foundation is really where we've focused our energy. So like our a workout's a workout, right? You can go to a group class pretty much anywhere. You can go to one of the big, you know, kind of globo gyms and do one there. Um, but tapping into the stuff, the women psyche stuff, that's been really fun and really interesting. And being able to tap on those experiences and say like, gosh, if I even still, like I went to a yoga class and I looked in the mirror, I'm like, oh, I look heavy. And I felt heavy. Like I hadn't been eating very well, kind of gassy, like, you know, TMI, but I was looking in the mirror. I'm like, wow, I kind of look big, but there was like no connection. It didn't mean like, oh wow, I'm a bad person. I had no attachment to it. The next day I went into Pink Iron to coach and I'm like, looking in the mirror, I was like, I look good. 24 hours later, nothing has changed, right? But if even I'm feeling that as the leader of this thing, what are the women that come in feeling? So we've got this, you know, real, you know, real estate property management background that's giving me some of this business stuff. You've got the tech stuff that's really helping to amplify and allow us to do so many of the things that we're doing. And then you have this experience of like the, the warm fuzzy stuff. It just felt like a real no brainer, right? When you look at it that way. 
I love that. And I love that you mentioned that too, because I mean, I think that's, that's not necessarily just a, a female mental capacity, right? I think everybody goes yeah. through these different things where, you know, I'm not good enough or, you know, I look at, you know, myself and I'm like, okay, I just started working out again a while ago. I'm trying to get back into running so I can get, you know, just the, the cardio side of it. But right. I think, you know, you're right. It's funny because the brain is the, I'd almost say it's the biggest obstacle Mm-hmm. and our greatest asset, mm-hmm. right? Because it can help us in so many ways, but it can also hinder us in so many ways. And if we can follow, find a way to dial that in, yep. I mean, that's the magic right there. That's it. It's a game changer because you now set yourself on this amazing journey and this amazing path. Agreed, 100%. Okay, so let's jump into what pink iron is. I mean, you know, you, well, no, let's, let's I'm going to stop there. Let's come okay. back to where you and I met. <laughs> So it's been what, two or three years now? Been two years. Two years. Okay. So two years we went to, um, we actually had a booth for real estate at an entrepreneur convention. Um, And then there was this group there that did entrepreneurship coaching. And we had, how many people do you have in our group? 10? Like like 15, 13, 15, 13. 13. somewhere in there. So we had this amazing 12 and a half. (laughs) We had this amazing group that was just tons of different people, different business owners, and we spent a couple of days together. And Mm -hmm. the amazing thing that came from that experience was really the friendships that we Mm -hmm. developed. I mean, we're still in touch with many of these people. Uh, We try and get together, you know, whenever we can and just see where everybody's going in their businesses. But I think what came from it was this amazing ability to connect and just realize that, hey, look, we're all in this same battle together. And what are tips and tricks and principles that are working for you? And how can they apply, you know, to to us? And so it was really this value for value exchange where we're all giving value, but then we're also receiving way more than we're giving. Yeah. Oh, it was so much fun for me. I still look back and I just like smile and laugh at, you know, how do you get a group of strangers together that like, we just happened to mesh so well. It was so weird. And then, you know, the other thought is do other people mesh that well, or was that just something that was reflective of like the people that happened to be there? I think it's because we're special. So (laughs) I'm going to go with that one. No. So anyway, back to that experience, right? Two years ago. And I remember sitting there, you were just getting pink iron really off the ground at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, you were still working the job in the tech with the tech company and starting there, like what has this okay. journey been with uh, pink iron? That, God, it's just, it's funny to look back. Um, and here's, here's why, because a lot of your hopefully listeners are in a place right now where they're working their nine to five and they are, you know, I wouldn't say necessarily like totally unhappy, but things that they want that they're not getting. Um, and that was very much where I was. Um, I had, I'm not going to say lied, but like maybe fudged my calendar a little bit. I kind of blocked myself out. I hadn't taken the like official PTO or anything for that three day little conference thingy that we did. Um, and I just remember like the stress level of having to check in on my phone and seeing like, you know, my manager's name or like people that I was working with. I'm just like, I just don't even want to deal with this. I was so checked out and so done. Um, of course now I look back and I'm like, wow, if I could have just held on a little bit longer, if I hadn't been so, you know, set to like get the 
you know, GTFO, right. Uh, could have set myself up for, and we'll talk about this more where I'm at now, right. Because now I'm still working a full-time job. I still have a nine to five. I had to go back, not to that company, but I had to go back and get a nine to five because I hadn't properly budgeted, ran out of money. <laughs> you gotta love that. Right. So if you're in that place, and I'm like, I know Gary Vee talks about this, right? He has kind of that two sides, the bridge thing, like pulling on both sides of, you know, if you're a true entrepreneur, you're never, you're going to suffocate. You're never going to be able to work for someone else. And I think sometimes we hear that and we're like, well, I'm a real entrepreneur. I have to quit. But I had a family. I had a family I needed to support and help support with my husband. Maybe a bit rash. Okay. So let's all just take a moment of silence for that one. So, <laughs> so that, so when we met, um, and there's kind of a weird like backstory to Pink Iron. So we were like initially going to be franchisees. The original location, the franchisor ended up closing their doors. So we ended up like kind of partnering and um, making sure that Pink Iron could stay alive. In that process, we changed basically everything except for the name and the logo. That was it. We changed the tagline. We changed the workout. We changed the vibe. We changed it all. So when we met, I was kind of going through this weird like, it wasn't a real smooth transition from the original kind of team of people that had it out in California. So I was really like tiptoeing around a lot of stuff, not sure how to play things. The social media stuff was really stressful. And I just remember coming out of that weekend and or week or whatever, however, three days. And it was just like, you have to just do it. You need to stop worrying about other people, suck it up. And you got to move forward. Otherwise, you're just going to like analysis paralysis yourself to death and this thing's never going to go. That was so huge. That was like such a big lesson for me. And I think there's times in the business where I've been like, oh, kind of him and ha a little bit. But at the end of the day, it's like, F it. Let's go. Pull the ripcord. Let's go. Love yeah, it. you're totally right. I mean, that's, you know, I was going to ask you what was the biggest thing that you learned, you know, from that experience. And I think you're right. I mean, at the end of the day, Action is what speaks louder than words every time, right? And it's, you know, we, we've talked a lot on this podcast about decisions and choices. And, you know, those who just take action, you're going to figure it out along the way, right? You're going to yeah. fail. You're going to fail fast. You're yep. going to fail often. But the more that you can do that and just pick yourself back up and realize that, hey, this is a learning experience. This isn't a detrimental. This doesn't, you know, look at you and your self-worth. This doesn't tell you you're a bad person. Just kind of that same experience you had. It really just shows that, look, the more decisive you can be, the faster you're going to achieve the growth that you desire. Yep. And I agree. I think, you know, failing fast, failing often when we have this fear of failure and I mean, I think we're all guilty of it on some level. Like people ask me all the time, you know, you don't really seem afraid of anything. I'm like, well, but why would I be right? Cause that's how we learn. That's how we grow. Um, it's so funny though. I was going to say, I was going to say something about the failing. It's, it's that attachment. Mm -hmm. that if we can let that go and just do the thing, the failing's going to come. It's going to happen. Just get over it. Just go. It's fine. That's yeah. a really hard thing to teach people. It, and it, yeah, it really is. Cause some people ask, they're like, well, are you just born with this, you know, desire to be an entrepreneur and to do this? And, and I don't think so. I mean, I think maybe, maybe, right? maybe for some part people. of it. Right. But at the same time, really what it is, is it's, it's curiosity, right? It's curiosity to realize that there is another option that's available. Yeah. Thing that I don't have to go down this same box path 
but I can think out outside of the box. I can use my God-given talents and abilities to do something much greater than, you know, just, and, and, you know, don't get me wrong. Jobs are great things. People, yeah. many people work in jobs. You're exactly right. I mean, I look at it and I go, you know, the position with real estate that we've gotten in has been because my wife had a full-time job at the time. Right. Right. And I tell people all the time, like leverage that job. That is an asset to you. But the moment, here's the shift. The moment when you realize that they need, or that, yeah, they need you more than you need them. That's the lens shift. Yep. Right. But when you're dependent upon them, that's a problem. Yep. And if you can just change that perspective, man, it can set you up in such a better way to start to grow your business, to scale it because you're learning. You, I literally had this thought the other day. I was like, man, I should go like work at some company for a minute as like a spy to learn right? what they're doing and how they're doing it. And yep. then guess what? I'm getting paid to do it. Right. Exactly. And then I look at this and I go, that's the kind of mentality and thought process you have to have because you can learn so much by, you know, grinding through somebody else's journey so that it can apply to yours. Mm-hmm. I've, you know, tried to keep that perspective. I think that's a much healthier way to look at, you know, if you do decide to quit your job and you go and try and like make this side hustle thing work and it like for, for us and where we're at right now, um, we're really close to breaking even. We're so close. We're so right there, but it's this like, but we don't have enough money at home and we got to make sure that, you know, it's not just me paying the bills on the gym. It's this, all these things, right? But going in it with that perspective of like, okay, so I'm going to go look at a company that has less than 200 employees. So it's still small enough where, I mean, I can, I've spoken with our president and CEO more often than, you know, anybody else at a larger company would get to talk to their president and CEO. There's an opportunity there to learn and to like suss out how they've gotten to where they are, even though the business is completely different from what I do. Business is business. Growth is growth. it's always interesting to look at other people's things. Oh, I remember what I was going to say with the failing stuff. Sorry, back to that. Um, It's all about having this heart to serve. I think that. Boy, it does not get much more real and raw than this. I hope you've absolutely loved this section of the interview with Laura Owen, pink iron gym owner. As much as I have, I really have been able to gain so many great insights out of this as you know, as I wrote in the description, really comes down to a few amazing things, right? And this is not just an episode for women, but it's an episode for everybody because there's so much value that can be learned from the content and the conversation uh, of her, of Laura and her story and, you know, basically the breakdown of building this company that she's building, you know, more than just a company, but a brand, right? And it's a brand that's sheds light and insight into helping people grow and develop more uh, on their journey. So if you would like to tune in to tomorrow's episode, you will hear part two of this mini-series, and we will catch up right there where we left off. As always, make sure to infuse hope to those in need by teaching correct principles that lead to result-driven action. Go out there, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. It really does mean more than you know, and make it a fantastic day. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Wealth Alliance Podcast. I just wanted to take one more minute to thank our sponsors.
Are you ready to learn how you can take your life and your business to the next level? Learn how you can create side income and have different assets pay for your life and your lifestyle? Tune in next week to the Wealth Reliance Podcast. This is Dave Deal signing out. Thank you so much and have a great week.